money's in my teeth, I got a lot of strength. Running up the number, that's a lot of crime. Try to take it from me, must be out your mind. I'm deep, got a strength. Smoky in the air, that's a lot of crime. Welcome to Fourth and John, episode four, no, two thirty-four, two thirty-four. Uh, so excited after big, big W. Uh, you know, it's hard to think um, after sixteen hours in the car with these gents. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, you, you take these rides for a reason because you believe that your team is going to win. Uh, so we, as a group, went down there to see our team win. And let, let me let me let me tell you first. I mean, this this stadium was beautiful. It was uh, it was it, the city of Charlotte. Hat tip to you guys. I mean, we as a group uh, had a lot of fun, especially after the game, uh, celebrating in front of the, the Panther. Uh, you know, which is a uh, their their cinematic graphic of the Panther was probably the coolest thing to see. But you know, other than that, just watching our Eagles, right? You know, three quarters of a two pack of ass. The last fourth quarter, uh, the fourth quarter, I put out a tweet. It said, "Fourth quarter, time for the Eagles to knuckle up." And this is what I got from our squad. I was I was impressed the way that they showed some grit, showed some toughness. Um, you talk about guys making plays in key moments. That's what you want. Uh, whether it's special teams, whether it's big play split, big play slay, and Steve Nelson coming up big or a block punt. This is what football is about. It's not always one side of the ball, two sides of the ball. It's three sides of the ball. So we got to see that, and we got to see another takeover by our Philadelphia Eagles. So overall, I'm riding high. You know, we have the Bucks, but we're, we're going to focus on the Panthers tonight. How are you guys feeling after that road trip in the, the Big W? Well, you know, I'm still trying to get the smell of pork rinds out of my nose. Uh, there's a lot of pork rinds being eaten on the way down. Uh, it was a great trip, though. Uh, all in all, the the city of Charlotte, it was a beautiful city. Um, there's just something about that southern hospitality, man. Uh, the people down there, even in uh, a loss, very gracious people. Um, but we still had to give them some Philadelphia flavor. I mean, we uh, shamelessly drove around uh, the city of Charlotte for about an hour after winning the game. Uh, with a speaker out the window and uh, and a microphone and just uh, telling everybody, sorry for your loss. Sorry for your loss. It's, I'm sorry, people. It's the Philadelphia way. You're making an ass out of ourselves, but uh, we know no other way. Uh, but to touch on the game, like Gail said, uh, that was um, – I kept on saying to people, I was like, I honestly don't know how we played one quarter of football and ended up winning that game. That's really what happened. I'm not so sure if that was so much of a Panthers loss as it was an Eagles win, but a win is a win. And uh, we won on all phases of the game, like Gail said. Uh, defense came up huge. Big play Slay has been hearing all the trash that's being talked recently. He decided to take two uh, from Sam Darnold. Um, you know, TJ Edwards coming up huge with a blocked punt. And there was one moment uh, in that game. We, we were all sitting there uh, in the game, and the energy was low. Uh, halfway through the game, um, three-quarters of the way through the game, we're sitting there, like, looking at each other like, damn, we just drive eight hours to come watch ourselves get our asses kicked. And then there was this moment. I'm not exactly sure uh, what particular play, what, what turnover it was, but we looked at each other all at one time. We're like, we're going to win this game. We're gonna, I can feel it. I can feel the energy. We're going to win this game. It's exactly what ended up happening. Um, yeah, 
Very impressed uh, with the Eagles in their comeback, and I'm very impressed with the city of Charlotte as a whole. You're muted, Prime. Sorry about that. It was perfect. It was perfect all the way around. Um, it was a great weekend. Uh, the road trip was definitely uh, another one in the books. Um, yeah, my bad, Evan, about the pork rinds, but you know, I, I love me some pork. <laughs> um, but you know, all around, yeah, Charlotte, man, beautiful city. I definitely, um, I highly recommend uh, you guys to go check it out. Um, the people, the hospitality there was great. Um, yeah, after that win, you know, we were we were being silly. We were driving around that city, still giving it to them, but. You know, they, they they pretty much took it like a champ with their chins up and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great time. Got to get on the scooters again. You know, I'm, I'm glad that, the you know, the city of Charlotte had a, had the scooters for us. But uh, we definitely um, made the best of that. Uh, the game, yeah, man, the three quarters. Don't know how they pulled it off. But the confidence level at the right time just hit for all three of us. And like you said, we looked at each other. We just, we, we said it. Yo, we're going to end up pulling this W, and that's exactly what it did. I mean, at many points of the game, um, I felt like the 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 songs that were getting played were more for, like, the Eagles fans mm-hmm. than the Panthers fans. I mean, they were, like, in sync. I felt like it was Atlanta all over again. Like, the DJ was more going for the Eagles <laughs> than for the, you know, than for the actual home team. So it, 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 was, it was a great feeling. Uh, you know, that place was uh, loaded with uh, shirts, green shirts. All over the place, it, you know, rep, uh, Philly represented to the fullest once again. Um, I think we ended up renaming the city Philadelphia, if I'm correct. <laughs> you know I mean, so yeah, it, it was another great time. Uh, it was funny because we were pulling out of the parking lot and the parking tent was like, I can't wait to get you guys out of our city. You and your fly, Eagles fly, take it out of here. Leave was, and don't come back. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm, again, there's something about a, a takeover in, in a sense that, you know, like I said, three quarters, uh, a pack of ass, the the fourth quarter, there was this momentum shift where you felt the energy, like it, you felt the energy in the stadium flip. Mm-hmm. And you, you talk about, we went from like looking at each other, like, when is it, when are we going to do anything? Something. <laughs> to banging our seats and we're banging the back of our seats and everyone's all the Eagle fans are like, keep pounding, keep pounding, (laughs) which is the the Panthers saying. Um, But it just, there was just a level of energy that you couldn't, you couldn't um, bypass. But at the end of the day, a win is a win. And I like people keep, you know, are going back and dissecting things like, yes, it was ugly. Yes, it was times where you had to have short memory where you had to look at the, the player across the way from you whether it be it, you, Jordan Malata giving up a couple sacks and, and uh, Jalen Hurts telling him next play next play whether Jordan Malata saying the same thing after Jalen Hurts misses the throw and he says next play next play this short-term memory this grit this toughness that you mental toughness that you have to have um, that's what I mean for a young team that is going through whether it's injuries across the offensive line, whether it's learning a new scheme, rookie head coach, rookie defensive coordinator, when they pull out of these dubs can bring on the identity of a football team. Like this is where they gel. This is where they learn something. <laughs> and uh, I mean, what, what is what is one thing that you guys learn from this this football team after this week? 
Um, I would just have to say it, it looked like they're they were a lot more resilient than I've seen in previous uh, weeks, man. Um, well, I know that we have had some really rough games so far this season. Uh, we, we've been playing like a two pack of ass, like you like to say, for, for a good portion of the last few games. Uh, but it, even even though we started out that game real rough, the way that we were able to just stay in it, forget the last play and just continue trucking. Um, that was that was huge. And I think that that uh, for a team that really lacks an identity, uh, this offense in particular, I think still kind of lacks an identity. I think that this was a great step in the right direction um, just to see really what this Eagles team is. Uh, there's still obviously questions uh, that I have about Nick Sirianni's play calling, uh, about just what everybody's role in this offense is. Um, but as far as the resilience of this team, they got heart, man. So that was something that was uh, it was really good to see down there. So, I, I mean, at one point I was so upset during the game that I ended up tweeting, you know, we are trash. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we played like trash for those three quarters. It was frustrating. We couldn't get past the 50-yard line uh, besides that one uh, interception that we ended up getting on their side of the field. Um, we couldn't move that ball for shit. And it was very frustrating. I mean, again, you got three guys that take this eight-hour trip to Carolina to go see this performance. Um, yeah, it, <laughs> I, it, it, the, the frustration level was really getting high. Um, but at the end of the day, the part that really sticks out was that they didn't give up. Um, you know, they made the adjustment yeah, late, very late, but it was enough to go ahead and pull that W off. Um, they came together. They made it happen. Uh, a lot of a lot of you know um a lot of things going out out there saying that you know Jalen ended up switching the plays around and stuff like that. Look, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's true, I don't know if it's not, but whatever he did or whatever they did, it worked. So, you know, hopefully going forward, you know, they can go ahead and put this scheme together and, and you know make it sit, you know, so that way when they go into these other games, they have you know game plans that are eventually better than what they had in this game for those first three quarters. Uh, so, you know, I just hope, you know, they, they just stick with it all the way through. Now you talk about, uh, you know, this, you're just talking about this team, uh, death taxes and an Eagles penalty. Again, the penalties showed their ugly head. Uh, what, how many, like five touchdowns have been taken off the board. Yeah. Um, it's something that's frustrating for, for, especially, you know, your wide receivers who are making some of these mistakes being coached by a head coach who was a wide receivers coach. We're talking about like, I, me playing a wide receiver when you're running a pick route or rub route there's there's things that you know you have to do so you don't get the call the contact whether it's turning around and looking for the ball whether the way that these receivers are running like come on like especially greg ward who's been here um but overall you, you just talk about guys who came up with big plays um like we gotta we gotta get hat tip big play slay and steve nelson for coming up with some really Huge plays, and then T.J. Edwards, bro, and then yeah. he rocked the baby for his his uh, and, 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 and our defensive tackles. You know, I mean, we got two two sacks. Yeah, Javon Hargraves. Um, this is a, a statement here from AJ. Run the ball until it clicks. Now, it, like, uh, I, I mean, like, uh, can we smell what Miles is cooking? Like, is this gonna is can we like is this is ever going to be a thing this season? Like whether it's I, an earlier comment in the uh, comments uh, said about um you know Miles Sanders like like you know him running out of bounds um is there is I feel like 
had this conversation earlier with someone on the phone. Uh, it was Chris Malley, actually, and we're just talking about is Miles pressing because he, he's trying to do so much that he can in all the attempts. I actually took a Photoshop of a photoshot of the screen at one point. Chuba Hubbard had 21 carries to Miles Sanders five, and we're midway through the third quarter. I'm like, what, when, and how are we going to be a successful offense when the run to pass ratio was kind of lopsided? And I, I've even got a stat in that regard too. Um, just looking at through five games right now, uh, Jalen Hurts has 43 rushing attempts for 256 yards to Miles Sanders, 48 rushing attempts for 214 yards. Uh, Miles Sanders is undoubtedly uh, the number one running back on this team. I think we can all agree on that. I think we all went into the season with that expectation. And we also went into the season with the expectation that Nick Sirianni coming from the Colts, uh, like three headed type monster that they had uh, with their running back group, that he was going to run the ball and make that a focus of the offense. The fact that our number one running back right now only has five more attempts than our quarterback in in rushing attempts this year. That's something that shouldn't be, in my opinion. Uh, he is not getting the ball nearly enough. Whenever he does touch the ball, he makes things happen. I mean, uh, Miles Sanders, he's running for four and a half yards a clip right now. He was running for over five yards a clip last year. I don't understand um, what the lack of Miles Sanders is in this offense. I don't know why it continues to happen week after week when it gets brought up in press conferences. I don't understand how we just continue to not want to feed um, the guys that deserve to be fed in this offense. Um, so these are obviously still questions that linger um, even after a win. Uh, I mean, Evan, you, you mentioned uh, you, you mentioned two words, uh, balls and uh, clip. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Now, autumn is in the air. The pumpkins are in the patch. And our friends at Manscaped are here to make sure you don't carve your pants pumpkins when you're grooming. If you know what I'm saying, make sure you keep keeping things fresh this fall with the Leaders of Male Grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package. Boys, get ready for a cuffing season like no other. Ready to take the leap into the fall with Manscaped. Join the two million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. Uh, now, you know, Gail was getting a little bit pissed off on the ride down, understandably. That's because I brought my travel pack with me and I was just clipping up in the passenger seat. Uh, I hope you were able to <laughs> get the vacuum out of that bad boy. Um, it's time to bundle up with the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Inside this package, you'll find the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and hair, nose trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, uh, performance boxer briefs, and a brand new travel bag to... Hold in all of your goodies. Just don't bring it in a new Jeep. First off, the new Performance Package 4.0 includes the new Lawnmower 4.0. If you're looking to get co to cozy up this fall, trimmer season is an essential. <laughs> Their Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker to chop your worst weeds up, top in your nose and ear. This nose and ear hair trimmer uses a 9,000 RPM. 360 degree rot rotary dual blade system to provide proprietary skin safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Seal the deal with Manscaped liquid formulations. The crop preserver ball deodorant. Everyone knows pumpkin spice lattes and ball deodorant go hand in hand. <clears throat> then, after trimming the pumpkin patch and whacking the leaves, give your balls a boost and use a crop reviver. Manscaped even threw in 
two free gifts to their performance package 4.0 the manscaped boxers and the shed travel bag get comfy on the home and on the go this season now get 20% off free shipping with the code fansided20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code fansided20 at manscaped.com. Make your balls a priority this fall. Choose Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Now, and I will I will thank y'all for sticking with us uh, through our reads. Always uh, appreciated. Uh, Birdman coming in at the wrong time. Um, but AJ is always keeping it spicy. Always. <laughs> Uh, talking about keeping it spicy. Pork um, rinds. Yeah, pork, pork, pork rinds are not a... When someone comes in the car, you know, you're taking a road trip and dude looks at you, what'd you get? Pork rinds. And then, so yeah, all of a sudden, we're, me and me and Prime were like, maybe we'll get pork rinds. He got pineapple soda. I got pineapple soda. And a, a caramel cowtail. I was like, yo, this is recipe for disaster. But overall, the, the road trip was very... Went really seamless. Um, nice ride, ride down. Nice ride back up. Um, good music. If if, if if people don't know, like Evan's music choice, he's young buck, but he he he's, he's he's well he's well versed <laughs> in in gangster rap, and then well versed in you know Seattle grunge. He can go. He's got a spectrum, and yep. then then Prime will will add in some, some Latin flavor to it. Uh, so we we all pass the aux cord or you know shared the bluetooth um so overall it was it was a great um road trip yes sir yes sir um but i mean I, i'm just honestly glad that we were able to pull that one out man uh when it's all said and done we went down there for the eagles game and the fact that the eagles man uh they made a sweat through the first three quarters of that game the fact that we were able to pull it off it, it, leaving there I feel like we would have ended up leaving Sunday after the game had we lost that game. We would have just been head in our hands, just upset, moping around, wouldn't have had the same energy. Um, but, yeah, to go down there and for it to be worth it, it's it's always awesome. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely frustrating. I think the most uh, entertaining part in the beginning was probably all the musical chairs that was going on because a lot of people couldn't find their seats. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was it was two the, two people uh, ended up in the same stall together. Yeah. They they couldn't find their fucking seats. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we had one guy eventually find his way on the field. You know what yeah. I mean? So I mean, it was just he was real lost. Yeah, and then then of course you you watch these Carolina Panthers fans enjoying their moment, but at the mm-hmm. end of the day, we had the last laugh. So and just, and I- just seeing them leave upset with their heads down you know that would that, that was and i'm not gonna lie i the more and more road trips of these that we go on i get a little level of stadium envy going on uh it was a beautiful stadium down there they got their their animation team does an awesome job with that uh with the panther like that you might think it's corny honestly to be down there and watching that in person is pretty fucking cool man the the, the animated panther that they have going around the stadium with the ground and everything um, it, it was it was a little little butt hurt pussy cat by the time we were done, but um, <laughs> it, it, it was it, it was, uh, it was still cool to watch. Uh, it definitely was. Uh, what was cool to watch, like halfway to the game, you know, during during the middle of the game. I, I'm always looking for any form of content that I could later on share, um, just to, just to pick up the vibes. I mean, the the you know, shout out to their jumbotron team. They're like Jalen wants you to be quiet. That's what they have to trick their fans into getting rowdy uh, because, uh, you know, they said Jalen wants you to be quiet. And this is how Jalen Hurts responded to their Panther fans. So Superman, 
definitely a vibe. And in the I number think. one too. Got I, the number I think, one jersey on. Yeah, I think the Eagle fans they loved they love they actually loved that moment where he he did that. You know, you know, we know it. You know, he's I, almost like borderline robotic in a sense. Coach speak. You know, choir boy. He does everything right. He came out and did the. I, I thought that was you know I was like I like to see that fight in him. So overall, that that was a good that was a good moment. Um, another part in the conversations that I've been having is um, Quez Watkins, a guy who might need more touches. Uh, we talk about um, Ness Rowe, the young bucks. Um, Quez Watkins might need to, you know, should he, people are saying he should get a uh, number two touches. Um, but overall, I just think as a group, Ness Rowe is still learning their way. What do you guys think? No, absolutely. And what like Quez Watkins to me has been somewhat overperforming. I see him. I, I mean, we all heard the hype, everything that was going on during training camp. This is going to be the year that Quez Watkins really pops off. And I mean, there were some people that were even I was on a couple podcasts where people were saying Quez Watkins is going to be the number one wide receiver on this team by the end of the year. I thought that was a little bit of an overstep there. Devante is still that guy right now. Um, but the one guy that's a part of Ness Row right now that is just kind of up in the air. Has to be my man, Jalen Rager, man. Uh, Jalen Rager has kind of been getting lost in the sauce. Um, I mean, there, there, obviously, he, he I don't think he's getting as many op- opportunities as he should. Um, but at the same time, like, who, who do you want to take opportunities away from? You want to take them away from Quez? Quez can get all the way down the field and get you a huge, huge gashing play, 60, 70 yards. If you want to take the ball out of Devontae Smith's hands, he's probably the best wide receiver we've had in the, on this team in a long time. Um, so it, it's just a matter of who you're taking the ball, who, whose hands are you taking the ball out of? Um, I, it's weird, man. I don't know really how Rager is continuing to fit in this offense. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to say, man. I mean, that's that was the frustrating part in the very beginning, but I, I could see them taking, you know, more reps away from him. I mean, he looked lost in the very beginning. He wasn't making catches. Uh, didn't even seem like, you know, he was on the same page with the routes. Now, I know Gail at one point pointed out to me that the fact that Jalen ended up throwing a pass behind him, but it was just like still. He just didn't seem like – he knew what he, you know, what the play was. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing a whole lot more of that. And then, of course, you know, he knows people are going to give it to him. He knows on social media he's going to get hammered about, you know, this place. So, you know, you're not making anything easier by doing what you're doing. So I don't know what, what you know, what goes through your head. But, I mean, come on, man. Again, you're in the NFL. You know, you, you got to be on point with these uh, with these plays. So, I, I, I mean, he needs to pick it up. Really now, you know, I, I, you know, prior to the draft, I was, I was a fan of his game and, you know, watching his film, there there are parts in, in the game where there are mental lapses where he would, you know, he'd have a mental uh, drop, he'll have a mental drop here or there or the, the route running where you're like, you know, as a wide receiver, you're supposed to make everything look the same, whether it's even a run play, mm-hmm. all of them look different. I mean, all of them look the same. So you, yeah. you can fool the defensive back. I, there, there, at t- there at times where I know how fast he is as a player, I want to see more. And, that, and that's that's something that will, again, year two, year one, and year two for Quez, these are young wideouts yeah. learning their way. But overall, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to need Sirianna to coach these guys up and make them make you know, it's all about being polished at this at this day and if, if there's one thing that like we really need to address here 
is the fact that like something that needs to be taken out of this playbook is if we're inside the 10 inside the five can we do away with the swing passes because that is all we are doing is moving backwards with those plays uh this year anytime we're trying to get the ball out to the outside um uh, with a pass play down inside you know deep in the red zone it's just moving backwards man like i think we need to just keep it simple stupid that's all you got to do kiss run the ball up the middle man jalen ray i'm sorry um jalen hurts he he squats like 600 pounds uh we we know this you know how strong the dude's legs are. Let let him take a quarterback sneak. I know that that was happening in this game. Uh, we, we saw a little bit of that. But, dude, these swing passes are absolutely killing us, and they're killing the momentum for this offense as well. It's creating yeah, more need, and more they, work. They need Nick Screeniani. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, um, you know, on deck, uh, we're going to have a couple episodes tonight. You know, we're just – today is, uh, is just kind of like a vibe episode. Because uh, after that road trip, you know, we are all we are all reeling. Everybody's trying to get back to normal here. Uh, we do have a, a fun filled pack week uh, with a mm. tailgate on Thursday. I know someone put that in, asked that in the chat. Um, we are having a tailgate on Thursday. Uh, Club John, we are uh, DJ Lowski will be there with the green lights. A little little laser show. Bring your you someone know, might get if pregnant. You have, I mean, if you have seizures, I'm not sure you want to show up because the laser lights could be. Um, uh, we are, we are, we are a little, little tired. I was doing the math last night on how many hours of sleep I actually got over the weekend. I think it was like a l- ten or eleven hours over the course of three days. So yeah, I, I, slept, I slept in today, but yeah, still a little, still a little knocked. We were eating at we were eating food at the diner and the everyone's like you got you all looking at me and I'm sleeping and like yeah I can, in my I plate back, I come back from the bathroom and Gail's I'm like yeah I'm, I'm trying to sit down dog <laughs> I'm trying to sleep too we got six hours till check in waitress like, like waitress is like is he alright yeah he good he's good yeah. <laughs> yo he got narcolepsy uh, uh, bro it was it was rough um I saw a couple who's who was that was it um. Todd, we missed you down there. Um, we were trying to connect with a lot of people. There was a lot going on, um, but definitely, we will definitely have to connect at a home game. Um, someone mentioned in the chat earlier uh, to check out the uh, Brian Dawkins uh, interview. Uh, hopefully, you guys checked out Brian Dawkins. That interview was probably one of my most um, inspiring yet uh, fun episodes of Fourth and John. So check out episode 233. Uh, in the we hopper, like, we were like Go some ahead. giddy school kids, man. By the end of that, there, there, there's a few shots. If, if, if anybody uh happens to grab a screenshot of us just in awe <laughs> at the end of that, <laughs> I mean, we it fueled us on the whole trip, but overall, yeah. just go check out that episode on deck. If you, um, I don't even know if we haven't announced it, but we interviewed Bobby Taylor, um, another Eagles legend legendary cornerback so but if you want to hear what bobby taylor has to say that that was that's a great interview we'll be dropping um tomorrow um and then we will also be talking um about bucks the bucks a bucks uh preview eagles preview uh with uh the pewter pewter report mm-hmm. um um shout out to jc who will be talking about the bucks so we'll we're having another episode tomorrow so you know you sh- y'all sleep tight and uh, we're gonna we're gonna get that out of the way, but just overall, I mean, I, I just think um, 
you know, I think it's a learning lesson in a sense where it's gut check moments, like certain parts of a football season, you look over to your teammates and be, you'll be in a huddle and you know that the game is on the line. And there'll be a, a guy that'll look at you and like, I got this. Yep. So for, for a moment like this, when you're looking at the game, Zach Ertz drops that ball. And as, as a fan base, we're thinking that the game might be over for these guys to go back to the sideline and know wish for another opportunity, get the ball back and then drive it down the field. I think Eagle fans need to focus on that part. Um, as ugly as the play calling was or, you know, missed throws or opportunities or just whatever, whatever we requested in the first three quarters, focus on that last drive. Like again, when the game is on the line and, and the team comes up and drives the, the length of the field and puts a two, two point conversion on the icing on the top, Focus on like I get I get it. Focus on that. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the PFF stats. I don't care about the the obscure Jalen Hurts. Like as a team, that was a team victory. That was it was a team victory through and through. Uh, even though you know we had our hiccups. I mean, we didn't even talk about how that we didn't talk about the safety and uh, just how ugly that play really was. Like the, those are the simple mistakes um, that, you know, bad snap by Kelsey ends up going over Jalen's head. He ends up, you know, screwing around with the ball in the end zone is, isn't able to get it, or I'm sorry, is able to get it and, uh, you know, falls on it. But like, those are types of plays that swing uh, the momentum in the Panthers favor. And the fact that the Eagles, like I said earlier in the show, they were able to stay resilient. They were able to put, able to put all those bad plays behind them and keep on going. Um, that speaks to the character of uh, of the Seagulls defense. Yeah, they still definitely need to work on that undisciplined um, behavior of theirs, man. It's just it needs to get uh get more attention than what it has been. I mean, they really got to fix it. And they got to fix it quick. Uh, I definitely just want to point out the one moment that I had with Gail. Uh, <laughs> the man screamed literally in my ear <laughs> when Watkins was open, <laughs> and he's like, he's open throwing. I mean, he screamed so loud. I think Jalen pretty much heard him. <laughs> like it, it, it was just like it was just perfect, um, but you know that again that was just a another fond moment we had there. <laughs> now shout out to Prime who picked the seats. When I tell you three quarters, go, you know for all the fans that are sitting in the sun and the sun's beating down on you, oh, you're like perfect. I mean, perfect. but Prime he he got the seats way up in the back, so we had no one behind us. We could stretch our legs out. But we had this awning that saved us from the sun. It was, was only like, our row as well. Like so, everyone that was yeah. sitting in front of us was just beating in the sun. We had we were like 20 degrees cooler, just chilling was, in the shade. Yeah, it was so bad that even this one lady that was sitting below us saw that the seats were opening up to the right of us, that she came up and sat in that area. But then it was bad <laughs> when the people came back and she had to go right back to her original spot. But I mean, yeah, that heat, that heat was, was crazy that day. Yeah, but just again, at the end of the game, leaving the stadium with all the Eagle fans trickling out. Shout out to, um, you know, a couple uh, fourth and John listeners that were out there, got to meet some, uh, you know, some families and just kind of, we, we all walked out, you know, at, rounding about out the stadium. We got an F Ben Simmons chant. We got an F Dallas chant. We got a, uh, we, we don't like us. You don't care. We, we don't care chant. Um, but it was just overall, it, everybody was in unison. Like yep. as much as, you know, I, I guess, you know, you know, having that last Sunday for us to like celebrate and not not that we're 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 fiending for a sponsor from um, 
bird or maybe a lime scooter or anything. Uh, let, let me let me tell you about these scooters. Seeing the city, you can see the city within, you know, one day. I mean, yep. we're whipping it around there. Like this thing's go like twenty miles an hour. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. The, par- the parkade, the parkade building was pretty fun too. Just going up there and then coming down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we all the, the top, all the way to the top of a parking garage, <laughs> and then got kicked out by. Uh, hey, I want to. I want to give. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to Catman. It was an honor meeting Catman. I mean, he was just being uh, honored at the game. Uh, he was on the Teletron, and they were giving him an honor for being one of you know the uh, big fan that he is for the Panthers. But you know, at the end of the game, we met him downstairs, and you know, he gave us our props. He was like, "Man, look, y'all pulled it off." You know, what I mean, congratulations. But yeah, he pretty much gave me to get the hell out of my city. <laughs> that speech too. So <laughs> now uh, we're we're you know we're gonna be uh, this is going to be a short episode. But um, before before we get out of here, um, just uh, you know, some last words that um, you know, Prime uh, after you know this win going into the Bucks game, what are your overall feelings? Uh, look, just uh, you know, again, uh, give us three better quarters than what you did this last game. Uh, give us a reason to go ahead and enjoy this thing. I mean, I know it's going to be a nail biter. I know it's going to be a uh, a game against you know the goat. But hey, it is what it is. You know, what I mean, um, you know, still fly Eagles fly no matter what. Just uh, looking forward to having some type of reason, you know, to be entertained on Thursday. <laughs> um, I mean, there's, I there's mean, some little doubt in that voice. I'm like, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> uh, as for me, um, it really comes down to what my final, what I want my final word to be. Really, it's to the fans, man. Um, the the fans of the Eagles, uh, not not just of us, obviously. Um, the Eagles fans that made that trip down there. Dude, I, I cannot believe the, how good the Eagles fans uh, travel. And I'm, I'm not even speaking from a biased perspective. Like every single away game that I attend, the Eagles fans show out, man. There's just green everywhere. They take over the city. Uh, you can hear Eagles chants in any stadium that the Eagles are playing in, whether it's home or away. It's really incredible. I think it's a testament to just how strong of a fan base we really have. Um, it's, it's incredible to see. And it really, when you go down there and you feel like you're at home in a city that you've never even been in, it's special, dude. It's a really, really cool feeling. So, uh, just shout out to all the fans that make the, make these, uh, road game trips, all the Eagles fans that are around the country, the ones living down in Charlotte that just waiting for the Eagles to come there. Um, it, it's awesome. So, uh, looking forward to this Thursday when I know the Eagles are not going to let that happen, uh, with Tampa Bay fans inside our house. Yeah, there's a lot of throwback. There's a lot of uh, just overall. There's a lot of green going on there. Uh, prior to the game, we we had a, a, a impromptu tailgate. Just we just set up on the corner, a street corner. So if you saw us passing out some Bud Light, shout out to Bud Light, shout out to Conchi as well. If we had tomato pies, we would have passed that out too. But mm. we were passing out beers to Eagle fans and just like you know, just just again, uh, brotherly love down there in Carolina. A lot of transplants that are down there, mm-hmm. but overall, that you know, just a lot of um good vibes even from carolina panthers fans after the game they were awesome y'all, they were all y'all did y'all did y'all did your thing to that just go well thank you for uh you know <laughs> and, and, it's okay. hard, and it's hard to talk smack back to that man <laughs> like it's like all right yeah thank you <laughs> your team did well today your team did well i was like thank you thank you yeah. um i mean overall uh again uh we are going to have a tailgate on thursday uh if you want to attend club john where it's it's almost a night tailgate it's getting it's getting dark around what six thirty? Seven. Yeah. Seven. Yeah, seven. So uh should be good good vibes. Um, you know, overall I feel like the vibes right now, 
uh, I'm feeling I'm getting hey man I got some extra bucks tick bucks Eagles tickets there's the people are selling selling the tickets next to me that's the vibe I'm getting from fans that uh, are you going to the game I'm not sure if I'm going to this one uh so we're, we're going to this bucks game <sighs> again with another layer to this season who is this football team we've seen, we've seen inconsistencies from the offense we've seen Jalen um you know, up up and down defense defensive performances has been up and down. Complete games. How many complete games have we seen from this whole squad? Probably one. Um, we're I'm looking forward to that. Um, what about you guys? Absolutely, dude. If we if we can get a full game uh, like the one we played, or like how we played in the fourth quarter, um, then I have a lot of confidence uh, against this Bucks team. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> if all you know, you know, we need everybody to go ahead and play their part. I mean, there's three main guys that we have to keep in check. We keep those guys in check. We got ourselves a game. So, you know, I mean, that's what they need to focus on. Whatever, you know, scheme, um, uh, you know, the defense is going to come up with, let's let's make it happen. Because, I mean, you know, once we go ahead and you know, do that part, you know, there's a possibility we can go ahead and pull out with a W on this one. Now, Julio, we are going to be there. We're going to be in section uh, parking lot G2 uh, right next to uh, Xfinity Live if you're uh, looking to tailgate. Um, if you're looking to get a cheesesteak from Evan, uh, and that, that's I, I just, one thing. Just confirmed it. Just confirmed that we are going to be getting some cheesesteaks dropped off at the tailgate. Um, I know uh, Fred said he's going to be there as well. Uh, so looking forward to meet you, Fred, down there. Um, I'm looking forward to one of those cheesesteaks because I'm telling you, like I try to save the cheesesteaks for everybody else. Everyone eats. You know, I see eats. people eating. I'm like, <laughs> can I get that? Um, so. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm gonna get a get a cheesesteak. But um, man, what else? What else? What else can we talk about? You know, I mean, we just is, is it, it, we're gonna see you guys again tomorrow. Stay tuned. <laughs> so we'll be back. <laughs> oh, is, last word, Sirianni on a scale of one to ten. How are you, how are you feeling about his play calling? Con- like confidence to Sirianni right now? Is that what you're asking? Mm-hmm. It's like a six and a half. Oof. Okay. Prime. Five. Five, man. I'm gonna go with a five. Uh I just think he's got all the you know, we got a five five from Mike Gutierrez. Dan's got a three. I think he's got all this food in the fridge and the chef's gotta cook it up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh but he's putting like, you know, ketchup and may- mayonnaise and mustard and onions and, and, and so, he's, so let, he's, let's just let's just say all this is true about what you know what's going on. Jill is pretty much the chef. So, you know, chefs are. Well, the, the, for, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The cook. The, cook. the chef. But the cook, you know, Jalen's got to go ahead and mix it up. So, I mean, maybe he is, you know, switching some things around, you know, to go ahead and make shit happen. So, if that's Add a the little case, salt in there. Yeah, exactly. If that's the case, let's do it, man. Whatever's going to go ahead and work, do it. See, the problem is, Sirianni keeps putting raisins in it. <laughs> in the offense, <laughs> uh, you, I'm going to need you to stop putting the raisins in the offense. Maybe run the ball. <laughs> And then at the end of the game, you can put some raisins on it. But but run the ball, play to our players' strengths, and let's have it. Let's let it go. Uh, you know, again, we're gonna be talking Bucks Eagles tomorrow. So uh, make sure y'all check in, into that. We're also gonna be. It's gonna. It's a double episode. So if you're bored at work, you're getting two episodes in one day. Um, and we'll have the Bobby Taylor interview as well. Be teasy as. Uh, Brian Dawkins would say. 
Um, but for me, Evan and Mr. Prime, uh, we'll see you guys. And as always, fly Eagles. Fly. Should say that in a we say that in a um a uh, southern accent. Fly, fly Eagles fly. I can't do it. <laughs> fly Eagles fly. <laughs>